BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Oh, should we start this show? Yeah, I'm down. Just buying a car in Carvana first. Oh, for real? Yeah, it's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do is answer a few questions. Ooh, that's helpful. And now just customizing my down and monthly payments. Ooh, that's a very fair deal. Yep. Boom. Just bought a car. And you get to take me to the Carvana vending machine in a couple days to pick it up. Ooh. I'm kind of busy. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome back in uh, to the Friday edition of Clay Travis Buck Sexton Show. We appreciate all of you who've been hanging out with us all week. As we roll into yet another weekend, it has been a tumultuous week for those of us who are paying attention to the ongoing struggle on social media to retain some sense of normalcy in the country. We will discuss that. We've got a couple of great guests coming down the pike that I believe you will enjoy. Uh, Julie Vanderis and Tudor Dixon, I believe, will both be with us during the course of today's program. Last night, I, Buck, you may know this off the top of your head. Was this the first state dinner for the Biden administration? Because oh, they've been wearing masks. Some fun history trivia. No, question. no, no. I, I, the Biden administration stuff. I just like to make fun of Joe Biden. I don't really understand what they're up to day in and day out. I, I think it was the first official step, but I could be wrong. Well, because of COVID, they haven't really allowed people to be able to come in and out of the White House and Wait, masks and everything why else. Why weren't they masking up in between bites at the dinner I, last night? It's I don't a know great why question. they don't take the virus seriously, to be honest with you. Uh, especially since Los Angeles is now saying that they are going to bring back the indoor mask mandate probably by the start of the year in case you're living in L.A. and needed a nice capstone into your week. Weekend. But I wanted to start with this. Uh, it is becoming increasingly impossible for American woke corporations, that is American corporations here in the United States that are behaving in a woke fashion, to justify that behavior in the United States while also doing extensive work with China. And I want to play this audio for you. Tim Cook set the CEO of Apple at Joe Bob with Joe Biden at the lead table last night at the state dinner uh, for France. Uh, Emmanuel Macron is in town, uh, and they were they were feting the French president and what may well be the first major sort of state dinner that they've had in the Biden administration. There were lots of celebrities there, but Tim Cook was set at the primary table. I am told alongside of Joe Biden. Tim Cook was also 
walking the halls of the United States Capitol. And he has been in the news for two big reasons this week as a part of the Apple uh, relationship. First, he went uh, and got involved in a tiff with Elon Musk because Apple decided they were no longer going to advertise Apple products on Twitter because they didn't believe that Twitter was safe. It appears that then Elon Musk said, is Apple going to uh, to pull us off the App Store? They had some sort of meeting between the two, uh, and that threat appears to have dried up. But more substantially on, yeah. I, know, I just want to throw in there, I didn't want to interrupt your uh, the, the clay train, but the uh, the fact that even the possibility of the Disney effect for a place like Apple, I think, goes to show you, you don't have to go to war with all these companies. That's right. They just have to know that war is a possibility. And Elon made it known that over this issue of the App Store, it's possible. That alone can change the way this goes. Yeah, and, and we talked about that with Disney, and I think it's a good point you're raising when the company is firing on all cylinders, they can handle taking some flack over being too woke. But Disney's business model is legitimately collapsing when you look at the cable and satellite business and the streaming services and how much money they're losing now on streaming. $8 billion, I believe, in the past year. So the threats become more paramount when the business itself isn't as structurally sound as it has been in the past. And so Apple is now finding itself in the crosshairs, not only in terms of what social media rules should apply in the United States, but more importantly, on a global scale with what's going on uh, in China and Apple's relationship with the Chinese government. And in particular, Apple is willing to do essentially whatever China tells it to do. It is terrified, Apple is, of China Meanwhile, it is constantly, uh, I would say, denigrating, in many ways, American values, attacking American institutions, even though it's technically an American corporation. So, Tim Cook is making the rounds on Capitol Hill yesterday. Credit to Fox News, and I'm not sure, do we have the reporter's name here, who is uh, who finds... Tim Cook walking the halls of Congress and begins to ask questions. Hillary Vaughn is the Fox reporter here. I wanted to make sure we gave her credit. I don't know how many of you saw this audio. The video is quite compelling because Tim Cook is just trying to avoid uh, making eye contact with her at all. He's got a flanks of security that's surrounding him. He's clearly attempting to avoid answering any of these questions. This is on in the halls of Capitol Hill, so he is engaged in political activity. It's not as if she tracked him down at some restaurant and started to berate him. This is Hillary Vaughn asking a series of very legitimate questions of Tim Cook on Capitol Hill yesterday. Listen. Do you support the Chinese people's right to protest? Do you have any reaction to the factory workers that were beaten and detained for protesting COVID lockdowns? Do you regret restricting airdrop access that protesters used to evade surveillance from the Chinese government? Do you think it's problematic to do business with the communist Chinese party when they suppress human rights? I mean, he's doing for from a PR perspective. 
There's no not answering is the best answer. I'm just gonna say it. It's obvious. She's asking Hillary Vaughn the right questions, one ones that a lot of people certainly would like answers to. Uh, but uh, again, Clay, I, I think that we are beginning to enter a new phase here. And when you add together the Ron DeSantis Disney fight, and now obviously Disney has a new CEO, as you said, Disney's business model is in a bit of trouble. We're in rough economic waters. It feels weird right now. A lot of people are starting to say we're in a stealth recession. That's, I think I've even said something like that before on the show or something close to it. We've talked about this for months, but it's not front page. Oh my gosh. The bottom is falling out of the stock market, the housing market, that sort of recession, but something definitely is in a downturn feel right now. And some of these companies, now that Elon has bought Twitter, let's understand. There's also a much faster, much more likely uh, communication hub for conservatives or just people in general to be able to mobilize now against one of these major tech companies, right? You can you can organize a boycott now much more quickly as a result of Twitter not being some left-wing uh, propaganda mill, which is what it was in the past. So I, I just I think that the tectonic plates in corporate wokeness it's a big it it, it, look we we were defending on our own five yard line for the last few years i mean that's been that's become obvious but we have gained serious ground here and there's i i think the calculation for places like apple now disney it's shifting it doesn't mean the wokeness isn't there doesn't mean they're not still going to try it but clay they used to be able to just trample anybody on the right with total impunity and conservatives would all say, no, I don't know, I like the products. You know, we wouldn't do anything about it. I think that has started to change. The fact that Tim Cook has already, you know, he's already squashed it with Elon. There's, They're not going to do the, the app store block. That's that's uh, in, indicative of something, right, that, that Elon will come out and say that that's changed. So now I think it's a question of momentum and continuing to use it. I mean, because on the China issue, the, one of the complexities of the China issue is these companies – do have a massive profit motive in being hypocritical, right? Here at home, it's all about political hypocrisy. It's all about we're woke, shut up. Even if this hurts our bottom line, we're going to do it because that's what we want to do. With China, you know, if they speak out on principle, they do risk their bottom line as well. So it's it's two things coming together, right? They'll sacrifice profits here to be woke, and that's it. Abroad, they're actually going to be you know, if they stand up and take a principled stance, they're going to lose with China as well as not necessarily be able to have the principles in mind that they would like. What? What? You're you're looking at me I like just, I'm a crazy I just man. love no, no, no. I just love Hillary Vaughn hitting Tim Cook with four questions that are so pertinent while she's walking. If you need to see that video, because she's literally walking down the hallway, like looking over her shoulder as he's surrounded by security guards. And I think the video is even more powerful than the audio. But these are questions that you and I have been asking for a couple of years now on this show and certainly have been talking about the untenable nature of preaching to the American public how woke you are while bending the knee constantly to China. And to see it suddenly start to blow up in terms of but finally becoming an issue for these companies is, I think you're right, an example of, hey, we've moved the ball in some way so that we're finally getting some of these questions yeah. asked as opposed to just yelling into the I, into the wilderness like i felt a like a shortened we were version of what i was trying to say is cuz i'm thinking about it free speech is good for business in america but they will shut it down standing for free speech in china 
is actually not good for business, right? It's different. And this is what you're seeing with Twitter. If you believe in free speech and you try to support those principles in China, the Chinese government's just going to shut you down. You're going to have to deal with big problems. In this country, free speech, Elon, no one even talks about this, Clay. That's why I'm glad more Twitter users joining faster than ever before, more interactions. He cut 80% of the staff. We've been pointing out, Wow, where else could you cut 80% of the staff? Like, what federal government agencies could you cut All 80% of, of the staff? And they work just as well. So free speech is actually good for business in America. It's not good for business in China, but then it's a question of principle. That's what I was trying to – that's the difference I'm trying to indicate. Yeah, I just think we're in a really – uh, intriguing inflection point. Now, we don't know what's going to happen with the protest in China. I mean, Buck, these are the biggest protests against the government in China since 1989. There is very little precedent for what has happened. We talked to Gordon Chang about this. I thought he was great earlier in the week. We don't know how this is going to shake out there. I, I, I love Iran. Gordon. The Chinese Communist Party is not going to get overthrown by this. Look, Gordon knows more about this than I do by a, by a mile, but all they do in China is figure out how to stop protests. I mean, this is this is literally obsession number one of the ccp so i mean it's you're looking at a one in a hundred shot right now i what i think is the protest could cause buck is are they finally going to abandon the covid zero strategy and if they do and i want everybody out there thinking about this remember how much we were getting lectured by the fauci's of the world about how china had handled the covid so much better than we did that that narrative has suddenly flipped because most people in china haven't had covid they haven't been exposed to it. They've, we know the COVID shots are worthless. So the only real way to get through COVID, at least based on uh, the, the data right now, is for everybody to get COVID. So China, for three years, has been trying to say, oh, we're going to keep everybody from getting COVID. We're going to test. We're going to, we're going to, thanks to this uh, the model that we have, it's far more superior to the democratic model. Well, the rest of the world, all democracies are essentially through COVID, by which I mean the, the the impact of COVID. We can still have stupid decisions made like masking and everything else. China may still have to go through, Buck, a oh, real yeah. outbreak the, before this is all said and done. The, remember the politicization of herd immunity as a as a talking as as a as an area of discussion. We weren't allowed to talk about herd immunity. You were a grandma killer if you talked about herd immunity. Yes. That's what they said. But that's actually the way that humanity gets through viruses, aerosolized viruses, the kind of disease that can spread population diseases. It is through herd immunity. That's the only way. And you can go back to uh, uh, ancient Greece, Sparta's siege of Athens. And there's a, a fantastic book that deals with this, A War Like No Other, written by Victor Davis Hanson, who you and I both both think is fantastic. And that was a disease. It was a horrifically high fatality rate. They don't even know what the disease is. You know why? Because people's immune systems shifted and, you know, they Everybody eventually got, got to a point where it wasn't a problem anymore. Viruses tend to fortunately mutate in the direction of less lethality because of the nature of what viruses want to do. So we do have at some level herd immunity now. We have herd immunity to the first version of COVID. So people will still get COVID, but they're getting a lighter version. Look, I've had it twice. Yeah. You've had it twice, Same. right? Yeah. First, at least first twice. COVID may, infection. May have had it more than twice. Yeah. First COVID infection, I was like, you know, whining and feeling sorry for myself because it was so painful and rough and horrible. Second COVID infection was a joke. I mean, it was like, it was barely a sniffle. So th that's what we got going on right now, a virus that is moving. But if you're in China and your immune system has truly never been exposed to it, 
You might be up for COVID number one. And their and their vaccines are trash, as we know. The vaccines are trash, and they also, Buck, have no major hospital infrastructure to actually be able to handle the wildly uh, uh, wild numbers of elderly people who have never had this virus at all. So things can flip in a hurry, and I'm curious to see how this is going to play out. But Apple definitely under siege as a part of that relationship with China. Uh, Our buddy, Mike Lindell, he'll hook you up right now with some incredible products, including latest offer six-piece towel set set comes with two bath two hand towels two washcloths typically it retails for 89.98 for a limited time you can get this set for just for just a fraction of that price for under $40 with the promo code clay and buck my pillow products come with a 10-year warranty and now for the holiday season they're extending it to a 60-day money-back guarantee Orders placed between now and Christmas Day will have their money-back guarantee extended until March the 1st of 2023. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener specials to get this low price, $39.99 on the towel set. Great Christmas gift. Enter the promo code Clay and Buck. You can also call 800-792-3269. That's 800-792-3269. MyPillow.com, code Clay and Buck. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. LifeLock monitors and alerts you to identity threats you may miss on your own, even if you're careful with your personal information. And if you do become the victim of tax-related identity fraud, LifeLock has U.S.-based restoration specialists ready to help solve your identity theft issues. Plus, all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package, meaning LifeLock will reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Let LifeLock help you protect your financial information so all you have to worry about is what to do with your tax refund. Go to LifeLock.com news and save up to 25% your first year. That's 25% off at LifeLock.com news. Identity theft protection starts here. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details the labor force participation rate moving in the wrong direction this is not good 62.1 62.1 uh that equals uh the low mark which was in july also at 62.1 on a recent basis if you go back in the last year we had 61.6 61.4 actually in january of 2020 so when you look at it in the context of 2022 it's a big disappointment the mixed picture right now with 
the uh, employment side of the economy. The numbers just came out. 263,000 jobs added in November. That's the headline from today. Beating the expectation of 200,000. Unemployment at 3.7%. But you have a really low labor force participation rate relative to pre-pandemic levels. Clay, you got millions of prime working or working age men in their in their prime years in particular who are just out of the labor force i I start to think of how these numbers that we rely on so much like what's the unemployment number well it's not that helpful if you're not counting millions and millions of people who don't even want to find jobs well and this is where i think all of this lines up is no matter where you're listening to us i bet when you go into a restaurant or i bet when you go into a gas station They're begging for people to come work. So millions and millions of people, and maybe a lot of it is just people who were in their 50s and they were getting closer to retirement and they just said, screw it, I'm out. But a lot of people just vanished from our labor and employment force such that we can't fill the open jobs that exist right now. I believe there's 9 million open jobs in America right now. And where did all these people go? One of the lasting impacts of the decision to shut down our economy is we lost millions of workers who just flat out decided we're not going to continue to work and the economy is having trouble dealing with all those absences we could we still could be heading into a really big recession and rough economic times so have you seen the price of gold in the past month it's worth looking at if you pay attention to the markets and inflation gold is once again proving itself to be a precious commodity in the face of turbulent markets and skyrocketing inflation At the very least, investing in gold is the best form of protection you can find to hold the value of your savings account by investing a portion of it. At the very best, it's been proven to hold the value of your 401k when the stock market gets choppy. We've seen that happen nearly every month this year. So I rely on the Oxford Gold Group for my gold purchases and have for years now. They're who I trust. They're the industry leader. They give great advice and they have a best pricing guarantee. They want long-term customers who are building up a sensible portfolio of gold for the needs of the individual over time. Gold is good, it is solid, and it's key to making sure that your investments and your money is on solid footing. Call them to maximize your 401k and savings now. The Oxford Gold Group, 833-404-GOLD, 833-404-G-O-L-D. W-O-R. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us as we roll through the Friday edition of the program. Encourage you, as we always do, go subscribe to the podcast. Make sure you don't miss a moment. Search out my name, Clay Travis. You can also also search out Buck Sexton's name. Encourage you also, if you got frustrated on social media and you were angry about the way that Donald Trump was being treated by Twitter and other social media companies, I certainly understand that. But we have finally got a battleground with fair rules that are right now being applied evenly on Twitter. I would encourage all of you to search out my name, Clay Travis, search out Buck Sexton. You can also go follow the show at Clay and Buck, and uh, that way you'll be sure that you never miss anything that we are involved in. So, Kanye West, we teased this yesterday because it was happening during the afternoon while we were on the air. He went on with Alex Jones wearing a black 
ski cap of some sort that covered his entire face, Kanye did. Have, and, have you ever had Alex Jones come after you, by the way? No, not that a, I know of. Has he come after oh, you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For what? Like Buck Sexton, some kind of CIA plan to tur- take over conservative media. Can't trust him. Look at look at hair. Can't, he actually, I'm serious. There's a whole thing. And then I had a lot of Alex How Jones long people. ago? Oh, I don't know, like seven years ago or something. It's fun. Good times. Alex Jones. Uh, no, totally to my knowledge, I don't, I, I've never met Alex Jones. I've never heard, uh, I've, he probably, I don't look, think he's he, ever, you know, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just, just quite a phenomenon because his followers, when they come after you, you, you honestly just want to ask a lot of them, are you okay? Is everything okay? Cause he, uh, he of... just filed for bankruptcy today. So, uh, he has been, uh, bankrupted based on what he said about the Sandy Hook shooting. Uh, back in Connecticut, whatever that was, like ten years ago now. Did, wasn't it a billion a billion dollar defamation? Uh, Over a billion dollars, I think, in verdicts against him. Now, I don't believe those are permissible under Texas law because there's a limit to punitive damages. I believe, and I'm not an expert on damages in Texas law, so I think a lot of that will get struck down and appeal. But he's been embroiled in litigation for so long at this point. Uh, that he effectively has to uh, declare bankruptcy. So we'll see what ends up happening with those companies and to his assets and everything else. And I don't necessarily love the the concept of you can bankrupt someone based on entire opinions um, because, so it's, we, because it's because it's the slippery slope in some way. Because uh, while I think he was wrong in virtually everything that he said about Sandy Hook. You know, we got this law that was passed. We talked a little bit about this, Buck, in California that would limit, for instance, what physicians are able to say about medical-related issues over COVID. And I think the idea of restricting speech in general just makes me nervous in terms of what the precedents okay. that we're setting could be. We've we've really gone, as a society, very far from what free speech is supposed to mean. Uh, this this is something that I think even on the on the right now there's this well I mean you know you can't say something that's like really mean or really false that's actually not the free speech principle that was enshrined both in the Constitution and upheld many times by the Supreme Court as we know really ugly really horrible speech if speech that is not hated now there are limitations and we can discuss those limitations right but if speech is a general matter that is not uh, if, if, if speech that is hated is not protected, what is the purpose of free speech protection? You have to, you have to get it. I mean, remember the ACLU, which is now just a left wing advocacy group, used to be an organization that we, we obviously think about the, uh, Nazis marking, marching in Skokie, Illinois. That's the, fa- that's probably the most famous free speech case that exists in the Supreme Court. What could be more horrible than Nazis marching specifically because there were a lot of Holocaust survivors in Skokie, Illinois? There That's was right. A, 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 a group of them there. Supreme Court said, look, it's disgusting. It's disgraceful, of course, and it is. But that once you start entering these value judgments of I really dislike the things you say so much. Now, that's on the government side. What is Twitter free speech mean? Right. The government saying you can't do something is one thing, and the government has has blurred those lines between public and private with Twitter and other platforms over COVID. What does free speech really mean on Twitter? That's what we're well, figuring out and, right now. In particular, when it's high intensity, high passion, uncertain details. And I think COVID is a perfect example of that because the way that Twitter was implementing their policies – 
they were banning people for saying things that ended up being true. Uh, and with that in mind, Alex Jones had Kanye West on, and Kanye West has just really, I mean, it's unfortunate. He's really... He's having a mental breakdown. We he's know, having he's a having mental a breakdown. Break. It's a good way of putting it. Here's what he had to say. I see good things about Hitler also. the Jew. I love everyone, and Jewish people are not going to tell me, you can love, um, you know, us... And you can love what we're doing to you with the contracts. And you can love what we're, you know, what we're pushing with the pornography. But this guy that invented highways, invented the very microphone that I use as a musician, you can't say out loud that this person ever did anything good. And I'm done with that. I'm done with the classifications. Every human being has something of value that they brought to the table, especially Hitler. Especially Hitler. When you find yourself, Buck, in a situation where you are saying, you know, Hitler, when you really examine the full historical record, got a bad rap, which is effectively what Kanye West is saying. You really kind of have lost the plot points, and it, it's, it's, it's just mentally look, Ill. It's, it's manifestly self-discrediting and sad. I mean, this is it's sad. There's something deeply... Um, Honestly, uh, inhumane about this guy getting all this attention by people that are that are, you know, once the message is out there millions of times, it becomes a thing now that everyone's going to be discussing and and people are taking advantage, I think, of of what is a I mean, just a mental health break from from reality um, that this guy uh, that Kanye is having. And and I think, though, it, it raises interesting questions because he was kicked off of Twitter. So Kanye has been kicked off of Twitter, right? I think this, he's suspended technically, not not banned, right? So he's uh and I don't know what he has difference? to do. Well, I think when you're suspended, you could theoretically come back, right? But my understanding was everybody, like all the people that lost their accounts were suspended. Well, that's I think how, well, that's interesting. It? I think I think that Musk would be likely to bring back Kanye at some point. He's trying to allow everybody to be on the site whereas I don't think if if Elon Musk hadn't mm-hmm. bought Twitter, I don't know that Trump ever comes here's, back. Here's my point. I think when you're talking about the government, if you believe in free speech, you have to be effectively an absolutist on free speech. Because if the government can say, you can't say this because we think it's really ugly or really untrue, well, they can do that on a whole range of issues. For Twitter is a not, it's a true private company, right? I mean, it's not even publicly traded anymore. It's Elon's company. It is a private company. It can do what it wants. How far does the free speech principle, as opposed to constitutional protection, extend in the context of Twitter? We'll see because it's, you know, it started out who was the first guy to effectively get de interneted, if you will, or depersoned from the internet? First one that I remember was Alex Jones, actually. Yeah. YouTube, Google, Facebook, they got them all off. And that was because the guy says crazy things. In the case of Sandy Hook, said just viciously. Inhuman things, but and untrue things, which is and, why yeah, he's untru- gotten hit by things, the. But, but that's uh, by, that's by what I mean, and and but and then it turned into oh, you say masks don't work, boom, you're done too. That's right, right. So we're basically going to have to gear up for this is going to be. BP added more than seventy billion dollars to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials, and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest Toothpaste, Secret Deodorant, Old Spice Deodorant, or Gillette Razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. I don't know how many of you are familiar with the Liver King. I am uh, I'm somebody who, if you go on my Instagram or my, my I do have TikTok. And, oh, my gosh, I'm not supposed to have TikTok, but I, I just look at it. I don't post on it, really. Although I might change. I might change my mind on that at some point. Uh, I look, big tech is a spying mechanism across the board, so just pick your spying. But uh, if, if you go on these, these platforms, you'll see there's a lot. Mine is it's cooking steak, it's working out, and it's like life advice and hacks, like, you know, con, you know, stoic wisdom, things like that. Those are my favorite topics. Oh, and bulldogs of all kinds. English <laughs> it's bulldogs, a wide range. Yes. French bulldogs. That's really, you know, I'm cooking steaks with French bulldogs on skateboards while people are talking about how to lead a good and balanced and, and, uh, uh, a great life in sort of the Greco-Roman tradition of the agents. Anyway, that's that's what it... But I do see this guy Liver King, and I have for a while. And I I don't even know his real name. If if you're not familiar with him, uh, he is a very muscly fellow who advocates the eating of liver, obviously, liver and also other organ meat, to include uh, bull testes, Substa- do you, are you familiar? Do you know yeah. this? He eats I mean, a I've lot seen of bull the crazy testes. stuff that he eats, but I'm just I'm wincing yeah. at the idea of eating bull bull testicles. But he's I believe they're called Rocky Mountain oysters. Uh, seriously, that's a thing. But he anyway, there are all these videos of it, and he has gotten a massive social media following. And I will say, as the performance art, I like the guy. I'm, I actually used to think it was it was entertaining. He talks about being primal, living the life of your ancestors. He's essentially another iteration of the uh what what's the you know keto caveman lifestyle paleo. yeah uh, the you know, paleo diet paleo thank you that, oh, that's yes. what i was looking for paleo um and, and unfortunately it has come out that by the way do we have any audio from him i'm trying to think of who the audio he's apologized now oh also so let's let's hear here is the liver king uh saying well people have said he used steroids a lot a lot a lot here's what he says <laughs> Yes, I've done steroids, and yes, 
I'm on steroids, monitored and managed by a trained hormone clinician. Liver King, the public figure, was an experiment to spread the message, to bring awareness to the 4,000 people a day who kill themselves. The 80,000 people a day that try to kill themselves are people are hurting at record rates with depression, autoimmune, anxiety, infertility, low ambition in life. While spreading the message, I've been on several podcasts and when asked if I've ever taken steroids, I've always said no. I don't touch the stuff, not going to touch the stuff, never touch the stuff. That was a lie. Okay. I got to say, I like this guy because he talks about spending time with your family. He talks about getting sun, working out, um, being a traditional masculinity. I like a lot of the message. My frustration here is just twofold. One, a lot of people feel really let down and kind of betrayed by this. People that looked up to this guy. And I, that's that's bothersome, right? I mean, that's something yeah. that... And then the other part of it, Clay, is if and I know this is doing huge traffic on Outkick, this story. Yeah, on people love this story. I mean, I, I knew the guy was popular. I didn't know. And I will just say this, Buck, when we were talking off air, anybody who is insanely super ripped, I just always assume that they're on steroids. The, this, the is, this is exactly that you it. could get as ripped as this guy is just by doing push-ups so, and sit-ups and like squats is when you, when you add i mean very look i i am i am a, i'm a, a a desk radio guy who is like trying to fit into his suit for uh for the wedding right You're getting but i spent enough time February. in gyms enough time in gyms enough time doing these things that you can look at people and i've known liver king was on steroids all along and i'm just an amateur who's you know i'm at best an advanced beginner in the gym but the problem clay is that it's all an arms race, literally. Look, see what I did there? Yes. And and there's so much HGH and testosterone and serious steroids and trend and cycles. And younger people, in particular guys, look at these enormously jacked people. It's fake. As in, they didn't get there by just doing some extra push-ups. And it really under... You know, people that are making progress and gains in the gym, they're like, why isn't it faster? Because the people you think are so great on Instagram are taking steroids a lot of the time. Yeah, there's a lot of falsehood. And same thing, I, I like, the kids like it here in the Travis household, the WWE wrestling. I mean, those guys too. It's a lot of sham there. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'll be taking you on a journey to find the mysterious media mogul Matt Drudge, founder of The Drudge Report. 
Along the way, I'll talk to people who have worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. Hopefully, he'll even sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.